of pears and pirates and parrots. Say that three times real fast. And stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. I'm broadcasting from the campus of Splendid University in beautiful, wondrous downtown, Splendid West Virginia, home to some of the most amazing kids, time-traveling teens, kid explorers. We even have our own kid space force. Yes, Splendid is the kind of town where a kid superhero can be a kid superhero. Some people think I have something to do with the strange happenings of this town. That the top secret experimental only for me work of my lab on campus is somehow connected to the wondrous kids and their strange abilities. That I can assure you <laughs> that is almost completely untrue. I am merely an observer of what wondrous things abound. I do know their stories, and I love to share their stories with you. Do I have any Pez collectors out there? It's mid-July, and that means time for Pezamania. Most people don't know there's such a thing as a Pez convention much less many Pez conventions. So naturally, few know that the oldest and largest Pez convention in the world is held annually in Cleveland, Ohio. It's called Pezzamania, and it's wicked fun. Hundreds of affectionately named Pez heads from all over the United States and as far away as Austria, the birthplace of Pez, make the once-a-year trip to northern Ohio to buy, sell, and show off all kinds of Pez dispensers, old and new, and a variety of Pez merchandise. Workshops and lectures are held, and you might even be able to sit in on a Pez poetry reading, be it room hopping or game playing or, or trading, or the simple fun and fellowship that comes from being around good-natured and like-minded folks, there's a special place in my heart for these Pez gatherings. Pez are more than just candy. They are odes to our pop culture favorites and reminders of simple childhood pleasures. And Pez conventions are a whole lot of fun. So to all of you out there heading to Cleveland, and at the time of this taping, many are headed there. When this is actually published, Pezzamania will be in full swing. And I wish you much Pez joy and safe travels to and fro, my fellow Pez heads. And I wrote a poem just for you and just for Pez and Pezzamania. Pez heads rejoice. As that July time draws near, precious plastic pieces packed away with care, Mr. Bean, Dash, 
SpongeBob, Bader, have no fear. Soon you will be in Cleveland. One must prepare. Young and old from all over, hold them dear. All the fun and games and fellowship they'll share for four days each summer when all can relive the joys of childhood and the fun Pez can give. Happy Pezzamania! Of course, you could go back to the fourth episode of this podcast for a Pez-tacular adventure story. Perfect for your Pezzamania celebration. What would a summer of podcasting fun be without a pirate story? And I've got just the pirate story for you. It's called Pat the Parrot Island Adventure. Pat the Parrot used to work for Pete the Pirate. Pete the Pirate was mean, though, so Pat flew away. Well, he didn't really fly away. He tried, but Pat the Parrot could not fly. His wings had been injured by a cannonball misfire. Hanging around on a pirate ship was dangerous business, and he had since been grounded. Anytime he tried to soar into the sky, he'd flop right back down hard on his face. Ouch! Pete the Pirate made fun of Pat the Parrot, and one day Pat the Parrot had enough. He left. Pat the Parrot set off to find his own island, where he could live peacefully, away from the perils of pirate life. He grabbed his belongings, built a small raft, stole a bunch of Pete the Pirate's gold, and set off on his own. It probably wasn't a good idea to take that treasure. When Pete the Pirate found out his gold was gone, he was very mad. When he found out Pat the Parrot was to blame, he set a course for revenge. I'll get that parrot. Pete the Pirate traveled from peninsula to peninsula on the prowl for Pat the Parrot. And then he investigated inside island upon island, intent on his goal. Pat the Parrot, meanwhile, was relaxing on the beach, feathers in the sand, enjoying his new life, when he saw that familiar face and heard that familiar arg. Nobody steals from Pete the Pirate. Pat the Parrot answered back. That's not true. Lots of people steal from you. Remember Blackbeard and Bluebeard and Orangebeard and Glitterbeard? I never did like Glitterbeard, Pete the Pirate responded. Always left a mess anywhere he went, he did. But you, me own parrot, how could you steal from me? Pat the Parrot tried to fly away, but he just flopped hard on the ground. Ouch! There's no escaping. I came for me gold and payback, Pete demanded. Pat the Parrot began whistling loudly and screaming, Help! Pete the Pirate took out his sword and laughed. Stop it. There's nobody within a hundred miles of this place. That's where you're wrong, Pat responded, as the sounds of birds squawking and flapping and calling drew closer. Meet my little parrot friends, 
The pirate's eyes widened as he saw it. Tens, and then hundreds, and maybe a thousand parrots flew past Pete, who was now running back to his ship as fast as his sea legs would take him. You won't get away with this, he shouted as parrots began to fly close to him and peck him. Finally, Pete reached his boat. Terrified, he set sail for anywhere else and escaped to sea. Pat the parrot celebrated victory with his many, many parrot friends. On this island, filled with tons of parrots who had escaped countless mean pirates, these birds all looked out for one another. Pete should have taken the time to read the wooden sign at the water's edge when he arrived. It reads, Welcome to Parrot's Isle, home to parrots that pilfered their pirate owner's gold and then started a commune for themselves. No pirates allowed. And the no pirates allowed is in all capital letters. Pete, the pirate, may not have noticed that sign when he arrived, but he could read its warning now as he floated away from Parrot's Isle. The parrots partied, but Pete was not about to give up. He knew lots of pirates, and he might have to round up a few, even if it meant getting in touch with Glitterbeard. If that island is for a thousand escaped pirate parrots, then I'll just round up a thousand pirates to take back what is rightfully ours. I will return. Arg. The end for now. And that's the end of this week's episode as well. No new episode next week. We'll be on vacation in the big city, the capital city, Charleston, West Virginia. Get ready, Charleston. We'll be back in August, and many of your favorites will soon be returning. You'll soon hear from the Kid Space Force, from our kid superheroes at Splendid Elementary, our Kid Explorers will return soon as well as we begin our march toward the one-year anniversary of this podcast in September. One year. Until next time, spread the word about our little show. Tell a friend. Be good to each other. Be good to Mother Earth. Have a wild and weird and wonderful week. Happy summer, y'all. Until next time, I'm Professor Theo. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a Pez dispenser, if he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.